0: Hi guys, Radical Dreamer here, and welcome to the Postal Code Unknown podcast for Friday, August fourth of two thousand and seventeen. Hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode. I know it was a little bit academic and a little bit heady, so I wanted to do something a little bit more fun today. Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about the importance of bringing a deck of cards with you when you travel, uh, and to do that, I've got a deck of cards uh, that's sort of Legend of Zelda themed or a Nintendo deck of cards that I bought at a Super Potato. In Japan. And I'll get into that in a little bit. I'd first like to discuss what the importance of traveling with cards will, and then I would like to talk a little bit about Super Potato in Japan and the sort of aftermarket uh, game market in uh, some of the major cities there. And that's a little bit more game focused, um, as this episode will be today. But the reason why I discuss taking a deck of cards with you is it is one of the lightest and most social tools that you can bring with you, especially if you're traveling alone, and you want to be able to interact with people, a deck of cards, playing games, uh, is a really good way uh, to share a social experience with somebody even if you don't speak the same language. Uh, One of my favorite memories of bringing a deck of cards with me was when I was in Thailand sort of traveling alone, um, I went on a few treks and uh, I sort of was able to play card games with people even though I didn't speak the language Um, And it's it's nice because like a lot of them are very sort of like pictorial based. So it's easy to sort of see, Okay, well, if you've got the same numbering system at the very least, it's easy to sort of explain how blackjack works, even without using words like, hey, this uh, these this combination is a win or this this combination is a loss. Um, And a lot of times it it ends up being a lot of hand gesturing, uh, but also as a way to sort of like meet people as you're traveling around, decks of cards can be incredibly useful tools. Um, Especially with the amount of variation and you'll be able to learn new games as you go as a lot of different countries and cultures have their own uh, Favorite games like I have some friends that are Dutch that taught me this really cool game that I like playing quite a bit Um, And uh, it's it's just a a, a great uh, easy way uh, To really improve uh, your your travel uh, just game playing in general and one of the things that I love about game playing not just video games, but games in general is that, that, that encourages sort of communication and social behavior. Um, so I, uh, I, I love it. I, you it, it's, it's one of the things that like I probably have more decks of cards than I should because I usually get one if I have forgotten it. So I've got this Nintendo one, I've got one that I bought, you know, for a couple of cents, like, uh, you know, in a used store that all over the place. And like, you know, I've got all these worn decks of cards. Um, as sort of a weird legacy of all the places that I've traveled to and the number of times that I've had uh, an opportunity to play with incredible people and start incredible conversations. So um, so that, that's really cool. And again, sort of like to, to, to come back around to what I'd been talking about earlier, this deck of cards that I bought at uh, Super Potato. Now, Super Potato is a very well-known uh, uh, video game sort of aftermarket store. Uh, in Japan. Uh, the locations that I've been to, I've been to a few in Tokyo and, and one in Osaka. Uh, and the, uh, if you're looking for something interesting, as, as I've heard from other people uh, that have visited over the years or listened to sort of the video game podcasts that I like, um, a lot of people sort of like feel it's changed. But my experience there has been, it's always been a unique uh, experience. The one in Tokyo specifically uh, is like five levels high, it's in Akihabara, which is the electric town district. Uh that's well known for uh you know having computer parts and sort of uh a really bright and, and vibrant vibe to it. Um and like uh it's just a full of weird old uh video game memorabilia and artifacts and it's just an interesting sort of uh incredible place to visit. So if you're visiting Japan and you like video games, I think it's an absolute not miss. And I also kind of thought that, while it's not a deck of Hanafuda cards, uh, which is the type of cards that um, uh, Nintendo originally sort of created their company with, Uh, I thought it was a very cool souvenir to bring home. And that's one of my favorites. So uh, again, um, I encourage you to grab a deck of cards the next time you go travel or to pick one up just as a way to sort of meet people and socialize. Uh, And I hope you have fun. uh, And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed today's video. If you'd like to see more of what I've been doing outside of these videos, you can see more at theradicaldreamer.com, where I've got articles and photographs uh, with travel advice and stories uh, that aren't just in a video format. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at One Radical Dreamer or on Instagram at dreamer, if that's uh, something that you're more interested in. Uh, If you're interested in supporting me, I do have a Patreon page up as well, uh, which you can find at Patreon.com slash TheRadicalDreamer, Uh, and that's a way for as little as $1 a month you can help support me, uh, get uh, better equipment, and do more videos of this type, and make a whole bunch more cool stuff to share with you in the future. And last but not least, uh, if you like what you've been seeing on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and uh, send a couple comments. I'd be happy to answer more questions in future episodes of the podcast. Uh, Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Take care.